Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. And we love your stories, our listeners' stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. Here to tell another Hollywood Goes to War story is Roger McGrath. McGrath is the author of Gunfighters, Highwaymen, and Vigilantes, Violence on the Frontier. He's a U.S. Marine and former history professor at UCLA. McGrath has appeared on numerous History Channel documentaries, and he's a regular contributor for us here at Our American Stories. Here's McGrath. 
World War I veteran George O'Brien became a star in Hollywood with his breakout performance as the lead in John Ford's silent film epic, The Iron Horse. Handsome and built like the top athlete he was, O'Brien would appear in 11 more John Ford movies and 85 films altogether and serve in two more wars, World War II and Korea. O'Brien represented all that was best in America and in Hollywood, which may be why he is forgotten today by a different Hollywood and a different America. George J. O'Brien comes into the world in April 1899 in San Francisco. His father is Daniel J. O'Brien and his mother, the former Margaret Donahue, both born into Irish immigrant families. In 1902, Margaret gives birth to a second son, Daniel J. O'Brien Jr., who is almost immediately called Jack. George and Jack will be the best of buddies. George is one day shy of his seventh birthday when early on the morning of April 18, 1906, an earthquake strikes. An earthquake unlike anything San Franciscans have ever experienced. George and Jack are hurled out of bed and land on the floor 15 feet away. Their mother looks out the window of their two-story brownstone house and exclaims, The street has burst open. People are running from their houses. The rumbling and quaking continues for some time, and then there is an eerie silence. By then, the O'Briens are in the street, and their house is crumbling. With a low rumble, the quaking begins again. Suddenly, Margaret thinks of what she left behind in the house and says, my wedding ring, my marriage certificate, oh, Dan. The brownstone is swaying and heaving, but Dan O'Brien goes back into the house and retrieves the precious items. George later describes his father as extraordinarily calm but stern throughout the earthquake and the fire that follows. George is shocked by what he sees in the streets, dying people half buried in rubble and pleading for help, familiar landmarks obliterated, corpses in grotesque positions, gas lines exploding in balls of fire. San Francisco gradually recovers from the great quake and fire of 1906, and so too does the O'Brien family. Dan becomes a policeman, first working as a patrolman at nights, and then rapidly rising through the ranks, become chief of the San Francisco Police Department in 1920. It was my luck to have a wonderful father, says George. He knew how to manage a boy. He showed me what was what, and then gave me my head with full liberty to make an ass of myself if I felt like it. His life and standards gave me plenty to live up to. My father weighed 220 pounds and was six feet tall. He had been an amateur boxer in his younger days when the West Coast was a rough and ready place. By the time George arrives at San Francisco's Polytechnic High, his physical prowess is already well known. He becomes the star receiver on the football team and an all-state guard in basketball. He also letters in track and swimming. In his spare time, he learns to ride, rope, and bulldog, 
on a family friend's ranch near Las Gatas. Many a college, especially Santa Clara University, want Georgian pads on the gridiron. But with the United States in World War I, George goes to a recruiting office to join the Marines after graduation from high school. The recruiter tells him the quota for the Marine Corps is full at the moment, and he will have to wait. More impulsive than patient, George goes to the Navy recruiter in an adjoining office and is duly sworn in. George excels in training, and later in his service aboard the submarine chaser SC-397, he earns several different ratings in the Navy Commendation Medal. While stationed at San Diego after the war ends, he boxes his way through a series of bouts to become heavyweight champion of the Pacific Fleet. He's mustered out of service at the end of August 1919. And you've been listening to Roger McGrath tell the story of Screen Star, and this is back when stars were really big during the silent screen era in American film. Iron Horse, John Ford's silent classic. Well, he was the star and in many, many more John Ford movies. Only John Wayne could make the claim that George O'Brien did. Born in 1899, lived through the San Francisco earthquake. And what a thing as a seven-year-old to witness and get through. A star athlete. And when the Marines say no, during World War I, he joins the Navy instead. And as he leaves, he's also the heavyweight champ of the Pacific Fleet. When we come back, more of this remarkable story, George O'Brien's story, part of our Hollywood Goes to War series here on Our American Stories. Habib here, the host of Our American Stories. Every day on this show, we're bringing inspiring stories from across this great country, stories from our big cities and small towns. But we truly can't do this show without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love what you hear, go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little, give a lot. Go to OurAmericanStories.com and give. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash OAS. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OAS. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. And we continue with Our American Stories and the story of actor George O'Brien, a part of our Hollywood Goes to War series. Let's return to Roger McGrath. Less than a month later, he's playing football for Santa Clara, a school founded by Jesuits in 1851, making it California's oldest institution of higher learning. At six feet and a very muscular 190 pounds, O'Brien looks as if Phidias has sculpted him out of marble. While he excels in football, his classroom work languishes. In high school, he had done so well in chemistry and biology 
that his father thought George might one day pursue a career in medicine. However, George now can't get himself motivated to study. Then at a rodeo, he meets Tom Mix, Hollywood's cowboy star. Mix asks him what he does, and when he replies he's a student, Mix asks, a student of what? Oh, I play football for Santa Clara, says O'Brien, but I want to be a doctor. I'm taking a pre-medical course. I've got a long way to go, maybe eight years, and then I don't know. Mix knows O'Brien served in the Navy and tells him if he ever decides to leave school and go to work, he should come to Hollywood and look him up. At the end of his first year at Santa Clara, George says goodbye to his Jesuit professors and heads to Hollywood. When he arrives, he learns Mix is on location in Oklahoma. But George finds work as an assistant cameraman at $15 a week. Assistant means doing every grunt job imaginable, but is excited to be part of making movies and he's learning a trade. He lives at the Hollywood YMCA, sharing an $11 a month room with another assistant cameraman. He also gets additional work as a stuntman and as an extra. However, after two years of this, he grows discouraged and heads back home to San Francisco, where his father is the toast of the town. As chief of police, Dan O'Brien implements several innovative programs that not only win widespread praise, but also greatly improve the department and policing in the city by the bay. George O'Brien is a natural for the SFPD, but he decides instead to go to sea. While waiting on a wharf before boarding a ship bound for Hawaii, he bumps into Hobart Bosworth, an actor, director, and producer he knows. Why the seafaring get-up, George? asks Bosworth, working on a picture? Replies O'Brien, I'm shipping for Honolulu. Hobart understands by O'Brien's dejected tone, the young man has given up on Hollywood. Motioning to a fight scene he's shooting for a tale of the high seas, Hobart tells George, get in there and show those birds how to fight. O'Brien does and then works on the movie until it's completed three weeks later and is given a second small part in Bosworth's next movie. More movies and bit parts follow. O'Brien is earning $25 a day and is now known as an actor. His handsome visage, physique, and athletic prowess get him an audition for the lead in Ben-Hur. For a time, it looks as if he might get the part. His high hopes are dashed when the studio decides it needs a big-name actor. O'Brien is so disappointed, he thinks of returning to San Francisco and joining the police department. He stays in Hollywood, though, and works regularly in small roles, usually as a sailor or a cowboy. In 1924, John Ford is hired by Fox Studios to make a Western epic to top all others. A story about the building of the Transcontinental Railroad titled The Iron Horse. Dozens auditioned for the lead role of Davy Brandon, 
But Ford remains unsatisfied. Fox finally sends O'Brien over for an audition. Ford rigorously tests O'Brien in several scenes and is happy with what he sees, especially a fight scene that has O'Brien vaulting onto a horse after pummeling an enemy. O'Brien's vault is as good as any stuntman's, but when he hits the saddle, the cinch breaks and O'Brien hits the ground hard. Nonetheless, he immediately springs to his feet and is ready for action. Ford is sold. The Iron Horse is both a critical and commercial success, and George O'Brien is suddenly a star. He and John Ford become fast friends. They have a lot in common. They're both Irish Catholics, former star football players, lovers of the sea, and American patriots. There are important differences, too. Ford smokes and drinks, often to excess, and experiences periods of alcoholic depression and rage. O'Brien is a physical fitness buff who shuns drinking and smoking, and because he's on screen, thinks it important to set a good example for the youth of America. George O'Brien's great success with John Ford in The Iron Horse means top directors now demand O'Brien for leading roles. From 1924 through 1928, he stars in 24 movies, and in addition to John Ford, works with such directors as Emmett Flynn, Jack Conway, Howard Hawks, Frederick Murnau, Alan Dwan, and Michael Curtiz. By 1928 and 1929, the studios are abandoning silence for talkies. After the success of the jazz singer late in 1927, some stars don't have the voice to make the transition, but George O'Brien has a voice rich in timbre and resonance and makes the transition easily. His first all-sound movie is Salute, a tribute to West Point and Annapolis and the football rivalry between the academies. Directed by John Ford, O'Brien plays West Point's star halfback. The movie is mostly forgettable, but it does have scenes with a couple of football players from the University of Southern California, John Wayne and Ward Bond. From 1929 through 1940, O'Brien stars in nearly 50 films, mostly westerns. When he isn't a cowboy, he's a cop, or a soldier, or a sailor. He becomes a husband in real life in 1933, when he marries Marguerite Churchill. A year later, they have their first child, Brian, but he dies 10 days after birth. A daughter, Orrin, is born in 1935. She will become an accomplished musician and a member of the New York Philharmonic Orchestra in 1966. A second son, Darcy, is born in 1939. He will become an English professor and a prize-winning novelist. And you've been listening to Roger McGrath tell the story of George O'Brien. He went to Santa Clara after his time in the Navy, spent a year playing football, and realized pretty soon that being pre-med and being a doctor, these were someone else's dreams, not his. And he goes to Hollywood. He picks up every job he could and lives in a YMCA with a buddy. 
and then comes his big break, a couple of small pictures, but then working with the then not so great, but soon to be great John Ford in what would turn out to be a classic and a big hit, The Iron Horse, and this is still back when movies had no words. This was silent screen time, and the stars were big. When we come back, more of the story of George O'Brien and more of our Hollywood Goes to War series with Roger McGrath. McGrath is the author of Gunfighters, Highwaymen, and Vigilantes, Violence on the Frontier. He's a U.S. Marine and former history professor at UCLA. McGrath has appeared on numerous History Channel documentaries, and he's a regular contributor for us here at Our American Stories. When we come back, more of this remarkable story, George O'Brien's story, part of our Hollywood Goes to War series here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we continue with Our American Stories and the story of George O'Brien, our continuing series, Hollywood Goes to War. Let's pick up where we last left off with Roger McGrath. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost. In addition, American ships have been reported torpedoed on the high seas between San Francisco and Honolulu. No matter how long it may take us to overcome this premeditated invasion, the American people in their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. With confidence in our armed forces, with the unbounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph, so help us God. When the Japanese launched their sneak attack on Pearl Harbor, George O'Brien is 41 years old and the married father of two children. He's also starring in movies, including a dozen in the three years leading up to Pearl Harbor. Moreover, O'Brien has already served the country in World War I. So what does he do? Ten days after the Japanese sneak attack, George O'Brien goes back into the Navy. O'Brien is commissioned a lieutenant and is assigned to the San Diego Naval Base to improve physical training for recruits. Lieutenant O'Brien implements programs in boxing, weight training, and hand-to-hand combat techniques which he partly borrows from similar programs his father developed for the San Francisco Police Department. After his training regimens are fully implemented and producing excellent results, Lieutenant O'Brien requests a combat assignment. He's trained as a beach master. A beach master is the officer responsible for landing craft getting to the beach in a coordinated pattern to the right location and on time. Because of all the things that can go wrong at each step of an amphibious operation, the task of a beachmaster is very difficult. Moreover, a beachmaster is in the thick of the action, exposed to enemy rifle, machine gun, mortar, and artillery fire. Lieutenant O'Brien sees his first action in the Aleutian Islands in the Battle of Attu during May 1943. A Japanese force of 3,000 men had been occupying Attu Island since invading the island against no opposition in June 1942. 
There were only 40 Aleut Indians on the island at the time, and the Japanese took them prisoner. The Aleuts were shipped off to Japan, and half of them died in captivity. Considering the wet, windy, and frigid weather, and heavy Japanese fire, the landings on Attu go fairly well, but they are not without casualties. O'Brien himself is wounded and also comes down with pneumonia. It will be many weeks before he is fit for duty again. While he's recovering, he learns that Chester Bennett, who directed one of O'Brien's movies, was captured in Hong Kong by the Japanese. For aiding the Chinese in their resistance, the Japanese tortured Bennett and then sliced off his head with a sword. George O'Brien, now a lieutenant commander, is back in action as a beachmaster in the invasion of Saipan in the Mariana Islands during June 1944. The initial landings of the Marines are met by fierce Japanese resistance, which includes highly accurate artillery fire. Dozens of landing craft are hit and explode in balls of flame before they reach the beach. O'Brien is in the thick of the action, but this time he comes through the campaign without a scratch. O'Brien's next landing is at Leyte Island in the Philippines in October 1944. Resistance is relatively light and American forces land with few casualties. By the afternoon, the Americans have established a beachhead one mile deep and five miles wide. This enables General Douglas MacArthur to wade ashore from a landing craft and declare, people of the Philippines, I have returned. By the grace of Almighty God, our forces stand again on Philippine soil. The next day, though, come a series of Japanese air raids that make shuttling troops and supplies back and forth from the beaches at Leyte a death-defying task. O'Brien is fortunate to come through unscathed. Promoted to commander, the naval rank equivalent to lieutenant colonel, George O'Brien becomes one of the many thousands of Americans preparing to invade the Japanese home islands. The atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in August 1945, though, caused Japan to surrender, and a monumental bloodbath is avoided. O'Brien is with the American fleet when it sails into Tokyo Bay. After the war, O'Brien is reduced to character roles, but those include playing cavalry officers in two of John Ford's greatest westerns, Fort Apache in 1946, and she wore a yellow ribbon in 1949. I was slowly but surely rebuilding my second career in films when the trouble in Korea started, said O'Brien. Maybe it was my inner sense of loyalty, but whatever it was, forced me to again abort my career in films and resume the life of an officer in the Navy. O'Brien serves in a naval intelligence unit during Korea and then later in the 1950s as a naval attaché to NATO. He also helps make several films for the government, including two that have significant relevance for today. Korea, Battleground for Liberty, and Taiwan, Island of Freedom. George O'Brien retires from the Navy in 1960 at the rank of captain. 
At age 65, O'Brien appears in his final movie, the John Ford directed Cheyenne Autumn in 1964. O'Brien again plays the role of a cavalry officer. O'Brien lives for another 21 years and dies at age 86 in 1985. The Hollywood motion picture star who appeared in 85 movies is buried at sea by the U.S. Navy in a formal ceremony off San Diego as Captain George O'Brien, decorated veteran of World War I, World War II, and Korea. And a terrific job on the production by Greg. And a special thanks to Roger McGrath, as always, for sharing the story of those Hollywood stars who served our country in war, and this time George O'Brien's story. And my goodness, World War I, World War II, and the Korean War, and his service in World War II, possibly the toughest combat zones, and my goodness, where he starts is tough enough. The Aleutians first, then the Mariana Islands, and then Leyte Island. Easily the high point of his life, sailing into Tokyo Bay. No acting gig could have touched that. And of course, the call of duty comes again as he's resurrecting his acting career one more time, this time with the Naval Intelligence Unit, serving his country once again in the Korean War. The story of George O'Brien, a remarkable story of public service and heroism, here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we continue with our American stories. And now a story from one of our regular contributors, Bert Rossica. In 2012, for reasons known only to Providence, I decided to type a list of the reasons why a manual typewriter is better than a computer. My intent when I started was to come up with 99 reasons. The reason I settled on 99 was because back in 1985, Tom Boswell, who was then the beat reporter for baseball for the Washington Post, was given an assignment by his editor to come up with the 99 reasons why baseball is better than football. And as he tells the story, he comes into the office at 9 in the morning and his editor tells him he needs on his desk by 12 o'clock at least 99 reasons. Boswell goes back to his office a little anxious that he may or may not be able to accomplish the task in the time allotted and proceeds to write on his typewriter. According to him, it took him 45 minutes to complete the task and it became an instant classic and part of the pantheon of baseball. The reason I had a newfound appreciation for the typewriter had to do with the fact that our then 12-year-old son shows up one day with a typewriter. I asked him, why in the world did you buy a typewriter? And he told me, I always wanted one, Dad. I thought, all right. He got the typewriter at a thrift store in our town. And the reason he was at the thrift store was because at the age of 12, he decided he did not want to attend the cotillion at his school wearing khaki colored chinos. He wanted to wear Nantucket red colored chinos. And I told my wife, I don't feel like spending like $100 at Brooks Brothers or Nordstrom's or some other place for a kid to wear Nantucket red chinos for six months and then grow out of them. So I said, take him to the thrift store. So he 
came back from the thrift store without the chinos, but with the typewriter. So, I said, what did you pay for it? $15, Dad. $15 for a typewriter, okay. The guy wanted 30, Dad, but I told him it didn't work, so I'd only give him 15. I tried to get it for 10, but he insisted on 15. The kid's 12 years old, negotiating with the thrift store manager or owner or whatever he was. So he has this $15 typewriter that doesn't work. Why'd you get a typewriter if it doesn't work? He said, I figured you could fix it, Dad. I said, all right, it's a reasonable answer. Let's take it down to the bench and see what we can do. So I take it down to my workbench. Finally, we get the thing working. Well, we proceed to then argue over who gets to use the typewriter. I wanted to use it. He didn't want to let me. I argued, I fixed it. He argued, I paid for it. Why don't you get your own typewriter? So I did. Then I got another, and then another, and then another. And the next thing I know, I'm collecting and restoring old manual typewriters. And I started writing. And in the process of that, I realized writing on a typewriter is way more enjoyable than writing on a computer. One day I'm typing away on the typewriter, writing heaven knows what, and I'm thinking, this is great. I also start thinking about the Boswell list. So what if I can come up with 99 reasons why a typewriter is better than a computer? So, put a piece of paper in the typewriter, and I started to type. And here's what I came up with. I'm going to go through the list. Some of them are a little redundant. In fact, I think some are absolutely redundant. Now, for those of you who have never typed on a typewriter, you're just going to have to use your imagination. And for those of us old enough to have typed on a typewriter, I think some of these things might strike a chord. Speaking of which, the number one reason is there are no power cords. Two, no cords connecting to a printer. Three, no cords connecting to an external hard drive. Four, no cords connecting to anything. Five, no software to install. Six, no software to download. 10. A typewriter can't crash. 11. No fatal system error messages. 24. No font to choose. 25. No font color to choose. Unless you have a two-tone ribbon. 26. No font size to choose. 27. You don't have to format your font. 29, no print button to push. 33, no leaving your desk to retrieve your printed work. 34, the typewriter can reflect your mood. If you are upset and you type harder as a result, it will show in your work because the keys will penetrate the paper. 39, I like baseball. Shirley Povich used the typewriter. 
need I say more? Forty. There is no chance what you type will be uploaded inadvertently to the internet for all the world to see whether you want it to or not. Typewriters are secure and private. 41. There is no spell check. You need to learn how to spell and use a dictionary. In the process, you will improve your vocabulary. 42. There is no grammar check. Read Strunk and White and learn how to use it. You will improve your grammar. 43. No annoying perforated red underlines telling you something is misspelled. 44. No annoying perforated green underlines telling you something isn't punctuated properly. They are not always correct anyway. 51. If you are working late and happen to fall asleep at the keyboard with one of your fingers pressing against the key, you won't wake up later to discover that you have just typed 2,359 pages of the letter K. Fifty-three, no mouse. Fifty-six, you don't get interrupted with emails. Fifty-seven, no one tries to friend you. Sixty-seven, when I am working on my typewriter, it can't be confused with playing solitaire or shopping on the web. Seventy-one, when I type, I am not distracted by all the other things on a computer that are ultimately less fulfilling. 72. Most of the good old typewriters were made in America. 77. There are no gamers on typewriters. 78. If a typewriter breaks, they rarely if ever do, you take it to some old guy that has interesting stories to tell, rather than some young kid that doesn't know anything. You may not know it, but you probably have more in common with that old guy, even if you're not old. 79. You don't need extended warranties. You can't get them anyway. 83. If someone sees you or hears you typing on a typewriter, they will stop and ask you about it and you will have something interesting to discuss. No one ever asks me about my computer. 91. If I want to quote-unquote carbon copy someone, I get to use real carbon paper. 92. Now my kids can learn what real carbon paper is and why they CC someone. 93. Another personal one. I now have a use for those three bottles of whiteout I have been saving in my desk for so many years. 99. You never have to reboot your typewriter. And what a terrific piece by Bert Rossica. He is still hacking away at the typewriter and loves it. Bert Rossica's 99 Reasons Why a Typewriter is Better Than a Computer here on Our American Stories.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.